is that Jambo? What is that stage for us? Kicking up cobras. Yeah, we could be superstars. But I'm pretty sure our time is up. And so we fell off the skinny tops. Say you my nigga, I'ma be your killer. Nobody gonna play with you when I'm with you. Go against any nigga like fuck mm-hmm. this. Biggest rap song in the country. 62 million fucking streams. I just checked that out before we recorded. Probably more, man. Add them up. In the street, you gotta add YouTube too. Oh, that black man. Yeah, y'all absolutely. Count, y'all counted them out. Yeah, we didn't. No, all right, we're not. Y'all, not me, but y'all. <laughs> we're not going there. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Black Print, a walk through the community with myself. J5 and Josh Pease. It's good, y'all. We back. Officially episode two. It's funny, man. Every time we uh, we come back and do it, I'm like, we back. Because <laughs> you know, here's the thing. We back because you never know when it's, we go to like, you. It's like your pops. Like, <laughs> you never know when you might come back around. Like, you see, I'll be like, damn. Of course, we are here to talk to you guys about the stories, the events, the things that shape and mold our community and our culture with two guys that have lived it. Still living it. Still okay. living it today. Uh, of course, the last episode, fantastic episode. We, we walked down, a, we took a trip down memory lane a little bit uh, with, with, a, with a good pal, a good brother. You know, I thought about that this morning because I'm like, I literally was thinking about something in the shower and I was like, I'm not no memory lane, nigga. <laughs> I was like, I'm about this shit right now. Like, that episode was great. But, but I happened. feel like as you get older, you start to be like, damn, I did that to get here. Yeah, that's true. So that's it's true. like, you know, you get you got you got to go back to that. So uh, I, I feel and also like shout out to our equipment. We finally not sharing a mic. We not have like this because I mean, me, when me used to do the RNC radio show, we just had like this little USB mic we would yeah. speak right into. Then we upgraded. Then we upgraded yeah. again. See, we actually we hey, some more upgrades coming too. more upgrades coming. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I, I, don't, I don't think I have it queued up. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I should see. always have it queued up. There we go. Sorry, y'all. Hey, come on, man. <laughs> Sorry, come y'all. on, man. Yeah. More upgrades coming. This is just the beginning. You know, I sound crisp and clear right now. <laughs> yeah, of course. No, absolutely. Anyway, I want to thank everybody for just the, the great reaction to the last episode and the episode before that. Um, you guys have clearly wanted to hear us. You guys have clearly wanted to hear the show. And we appreciate y'all. We got more stuff coming for you guys. Um, what's going to happen? We'll, we'll talk more about like the Patreon and extra shows and stuff like that at the end of the show. But of course, we got a really cool caller. You know that we're gonna we're gonna talk to in a, in a few, but I want to just talk about some some stray thoughts. Like I've I've literally been trying to figure out what to call this segment uh, on this show. I wonder if you guys can can help us name our our little like news. It's not even really news. It's just conversations about the culture. Maybe that should be that's not. I don't like culture no more either. So it's yeah, like it's community for me. But yeah. I think um yeah, if you subscribe to the Patreon, you'll be able to uh, help help name that segment. Yeah, I can't just be, not everybody can help name that segment. <laughs> <laughs> for gotta sure be, gotta be a real a real one so i took a, i took a look at everything that, that's been coming out this week um and and I, I like to like use this segment as sort of like a uh kind of like we, we we plant our flag in something and we have an opinion on it and everybody talks about it and then we kind of get the opinions of everybody else after they listen to the show and t- they tell us what they thought about what we were saying about this stuff so first off ozark season four Part one came out on Netflix. Did you? I feel like you've watched Ozark. Oh, yeah, I'm a big Ozark fan. I love yeah. that shit. I hope I, I, I tweeted this earlier this year, um, our last year, that uh, Ozarks is going to have like an NFT angle. <laughs> you, you, do they have one in the season? I mean, I don't know, but if it happens, they need to put me in the writer room. <laughs> I feel I feel like that the show kind of blew up out of nowhere. I'm a huge Breaking Bad fan, so when I watched like the first two seasons, I was like, this is treading a little bit too close to that. Like. It, was I wrong or was crazy, it crazy, bro? I'm, I'm gonna let you into a Josh Pease fact. I've, <laughs> I have not finished Breaking Bad. 
What? I mean, it's just, I don't know. Like, it didn't do it for me. <sighs> it's okay. I feel like it's either one or the other. Once It's either some people, actually, there's three things. People love The Wire. They love Breaking Bad. Those are, like, the top two. And Most then I acclaimed. still, I still be looking at bro like Malcolm in the Middle, Dad. <laughs> so I really just like it just throw me off. It's just like, all right. how far did you get actually in Breaking Bad? I don't even remember. Maybe season three. Maybe that's when it starts to get good. Uh, There's gonna be a bunch of people that are gonna tweet you and, yeah. and hit you up and say you need to finish Breaking Bad. I watch real nigga shows, man. All right, oh, and Ozark is a real nigga show. Come on, bro. No, you know what? Ozark is good though because he be under pressure. I love. <laughs> what? Like, Walter White. Listen, anyone listening, tell tell Josh Walter White is under way more pressure than Marty Bird. I'm telling you, he I is. No man, Marty Bird be doing it, and I, I just I don't know. White collar crime uh, intrigues me. Th- that's what. Wait a minute. Actually, Rick and Matt is it kind of there, there is some white collar crime elements to it, but not fully white collar crime. Yeah. It took me a while to get my fiance to actually listen to. Or, or watch Breaking Bad too. I had to like, I had to basically skip three seasons and tell her what happened, and then get to the good shit. Yeah. Maybe that's what somebody has to do for you. Yeah, maybe I've been I've been watching a lot of TV. Of course, there's a, another show that came out called Abbott Elementary. You haven't tapped into that yet? I haven't yet. I, I've been seeing people talking about it. I'm, I'm gonna check it out, but I haven't. Um, I saw uh, the creator, uh, and she's actually the star too, uh, Quinta Brunson. Brunson, yeah, I, I've seen her face before. Um, yeah, she was a stand-up comic. No, I see. So she used to be on like little gifs. Yeah, the little the the, the yeah. Millie Rock gif is where yeah, I first saw her, yeah. and then like she just blew up. I remember my um a good friend of mine, Eric, uh, Jew Chains, <laughs> on Instagram. He does comedy shows. She did a she did a set for him, I believe, like like two years ago, right before uh, quarantine. Now like, it was just pretty funny. And then out of nowhere, she's got a TV show. Like I've watched like the first four episodes, and but then then it's like it takes place in Philly. They do Philly slang. Huh. Uh, they it's 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 fun. the principal on this shit is the she's the most hilarious character in the whole show. They got a kid from Malcolm in the Middle on that joint. He's funny as hell. It's kind of like people keep comparing it to The Office. I, I think other than like the camera documentary, you want Josh Pease fact was that <laughs> never watched The Office. <laughs> never even. I think I watched one episode. What <laughs> what is it about The Office that didn't hook you? Not not I mean there's not there's only like one black person in it. That's, that's you know one. what's funny? I like the, I like Office Space that movie. That's yeah. like one of my favorite movies. Yeah, and I was like, eh, I, I don't know, is it similar? I don't. I've never I watched two episodes. <laughs> I think it is similar, and that's why I don't really fuck with it. It takes the little idea from Office Space to try to make the show. It's like, come on, like, <laughs> like come on. I think what 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 draws me in with Abbott is that <clears throat> it actually talks about actual issues. Within inner city schools okay. They talk about funding They talk about You know Teachers having to do everything And I think honestly Their teachers are some of the most Disrespected Underappreciated oh, yeah. Especially in this time We live in now And I think it's dope I th- Zach Fox is in it Okay he, he got a gig on that joint He plays like her boyfriend And he's like a wannabe rapper And <laughs> he he, it, Yeah <laughs> <laughs> He's funny in it though, but definitely it's definitely something to, something to check out. I also saw uh, the new Scream movie. Uh, I haven't seen week. that yet. I heard that, but someone I saw someone tweet that this is the best Scream movie ever. I, number one, hold on. Number one is an undisputed classic. You seen you seen the first yeah, one? Yeah, I've seen all. I've seen most of them. Yeah, I haven't seen like a couple recent ones. They've been kind of boo- four. It's like a movie net or a TV show. Like, yeah, no, the TV show had Tiger in it. Have you seen that one? Did he die? Yeah, he does die. Damn, that's how. Like. <laughs> the TV show was on MTV. It ran for a couple seasons, but this one is like kind of just like a direct sequel to, uh, I guess, the fourth one. Okay. And uh, it was pretty good. It's good. I, I I think that for real, like the only movies niggas are going to go see are horror movies, 
and superhero movies. Those are the only movies that are making money. Scream made like 35 million, 40 million first weekend. Crazy. Spider-Man, of course, made a billy already. It's about to be like the number two highest fucking grossing movie of all time. Crazy. Are you? Do you feel safe going to the movies yet, or are you just like... Yeah, I went and saw uh, Macbeth in the theaters. Tragedy Macbeth. I, you know you said you were going to go see that last time we recorded? Yeah. And I was like, I, I ignored it because I was like, he's, he's just playing. You really wanted to go see that shit. Visually beautiful movie. <laughs> Shakespearean language is, is hard to comprehend, but I got the gist of it. <laughs> but no, the movie looked amazing. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Joel Cohen. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I was like, I was blown away from that. What drew you into going to go see Tragedy Macbeth? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man of the arts, man. <laughs> nah, I just wanted to check it out. Honestly, like I saw it and I was like, "Oh, this looks interesting." Denzel's in it. Nigga, Den- yeah, Denzel yeah, drew me yeah. actually. Come on. Nigga. My mom always used to say Denzel was my uncle or my or either my uncle or my real dad. Low key, <laughs> low key. You know what's crazy? We got a uh, our calling person's calling me. He's calling you. Hold yeah. on, hold on. Let me. Hold on, let me. Let me try and set. Let me try and set this up real quick. You know, it's, it's the Black Brent thing. It just happened. Hold on one second. Things Mo, happen as, as they here. come. Oh yeah! <laughs> nah, hold on, hold on. Should have called me. I told you to text me. There he goes. <laughs> now we in. So yeah, man, we here live on the black print, doing the unorthodox as always. It's sounding great. <laughs> it's crazy. We're giving you a high quality right now. We got, we got my man, uh, another man of the culture. This is why, I, like, for real, for real, like one of the ones. We got a uh, Modi, Modi on the line. Say, say hello What's to up? the folks. What's up, folks? This is fire. I'm happy to be a part. I'm I'm happy to have you here, man. It's been a it's been a while since I've seen you, brother. You know, the last time I I'd say the last really uh pivotal moment when we crossed paths was when I saw you in the all deaf office. Oh god, can we tell me can we tell the story? Can we tell the story? You know it's funny, I was thinking about <laughs> do I want to tell that story on air? <laughs> and I think the answer is yes. I yeah. think it's a good story to tell. So a couple years ago, <laughs> a couple years ago I was working at All Deaf Digital. And yep. I mean, it's damn near defunct at this point. So we can tell this story. Uh, literally, my first day that I came into the office, Russell Simmons came out in the office and said, hey, I didn't do it. And I said, oh, no, I hit my mom up and said, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have picked this one. <laughs> so I, a couple months go by. And, you know, I, I've known, you know, Morty and I, have, you know, we have the same friends. We've crossed paths so many times. I respect him so much. I see him in there <clears throat> and I and I take him to the side. I literally get up from my desk and I run over and say, what are you doing here? I, and I was like, turn your back now. Don't do it. Leave. Run. Go. He was just like, what do you mean? I was like, nigga, get out of here. This is not the place because it was it was literally like remember it uh, and get out when he's like, get out, get out. That was me to you. And that was the pivot. That was when I knew I was like, all right, that's this is my nigga for real. Like I, I'm, I'm trying to protect him from this shit. Nah, I'll, I'll say this. Well, a few things. First off, the story happened exactly like that, which is the craziest part. Because <laughs> you really, I remember seeing you get up from your desk and run my way, and I was actually scared. Like, do we have beef? Because <laughs> you were moving really fast. And then you were like, yo, like, you know, because really my side of the story is I wasn't there for a job interview. I was actually there because I thought they wanted to talk about um, partnering with my music festival, Trilectro, because mm-hmm. that's how I knew all deaf. Uh, my partner Quinn, rest in peace, Quinn. He had a really cool relationship with All Dev, and he's who put me on them. And I, he never can tell me exactly what they did, um, but I was like, okay, if they have a check for us and they want us to promote some shit, I'm definitely down. So 
I got an email from, I think, I think it was their CEO at the time. Yeah. And he was just like, stop by the office. And I was like, sure. You know, I was working at Red Bull at the time and mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of, uh, I didn't like my boss at the time. We were working on radio stuff and it was terrestrial radio, meaning you had to tune in like at the time yeah. versus a podcast, whereas like you can listen to that on your own time or like online internet radio. Like it just didn't have any like value to me. And I thought it was just a, a mistake, but I was working on it. So I was in a place that I was ready to just like get out the office and use my day doing something other than program radio shit that I don't care about. So I was glad to get out the office and go to this place that I didn't know anything about. Right. And yeah, walked in there and I left for the job offer and it was more money than I was making by far at Red Bull. So to me, I was like, look, I'm going to take this gig. <laughs> and then four months later I quit. <laughs> and I was just like, man, I should have listened. But, uh, you know, I think I'm glad that I went there because there was a lot of really cool people that I met. Yep. Um, but it definitely wasn't where I needed to be career wise. It just was like a cool, um, it was, it wasn't my favorite professional moment in time, but it definitely was like a, a moment in time that I'm not mad at and everything happens for a reason and I'm here and I'm, and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So, you know, but I, I, I always think about that story. I think (laughs) it's, it's incredible that (laughs) you had the foresight. It, and you knew what was going on. Hey, you know? and I'm I'm gonna always do that. And then when you hit me back and <laughs> you told me what, because I knew that they were offering you that. So it's funny that now I didn't know that they weren't trying to offer you that job until you just said that just now, because they said that they were always gonna offer you that job. And I was like, wait, so you basically just they basically just blindsided you essentially. Yeah, I, I came in with with different uh, expectations because again, I didn't know what all def did. I wasn't privy to their actual content or anything outside of the. The, uh, the they had a content series called Traffic Jams, which was yes. basically like carpool karaoke, but with producers, I believe. And uh, that's all I knew that they make that piece of content. But I wasn't very privy to the rest of their shit. And I was looking at it like, oh, maybe Red Bull can partner with you guys. And then they really offered me a gig, and I was very, you know, to me it was like I would love to work with black people. Like, you know, yeah. I've never worked at a company with you know majority black folks, so I was excited. And then I had a director title, which just looked and sounds sexy. No, <laughs> of course, Call anyone would take that. Yeah, anyone would take that. Yeah. And I and I was just like, I was like, bro, if it's for the bag, <clears throat> take the bag. Don't even worry yeah, about the rest of it and did, take it. Yeah, he said that, and I was like, bet. And I, I took the bag, and I never made that much money in my life, and I never walked away from that much money in my life either. Yeah. So it was like. <clears throat> it taught me that I didn't care that much about bread as much as I cared about adding value and your piece. Like, because honestly, I ended up leaving maybe a month before you started because I was having my own type of issues with the management there. And I was like, you know what? Let me go then. And I, and I left and I ended up going to Red Bull. And then, you know, I would, I would tell people, Hey, yo, they were like, they used to be like, when I was at Red Bull, they were like, do you know Modi? I was like, yeah, that's my homeboy. (laughs) Like I tried to stop him from getting a big bag one time when I said, but but I'm so, I'm so glad that you're on the show. Uh, thank you so much. I, I know you got like a busy ass schedule. We just want to sit and talk to you about about. I, I have I have nothing going on. I have no schedule. I'm doing laundry. <laughs> I quit my job last week. Like I'm chilling. So, Shout out to that. Shout out to quitting your so job. Oh, you know, I had to quit, man. I'm I'm a free agent. You know, doing some cool shit with some cool people right now. But that's no, uh, no health care. No <laughs> <healthcare. laughs> 
they try to take that shit away too. We gotta we gotta get it where we where, where we can now, bro. <laughs> where we can, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Well, um, I don't know if listeners had had heard this. Two episodes ago, me and Josh kind of had like we didn't we had a small conversation about this. Would you say, Josh? Yeah, it was it was a small conversation, yeah. but it was just we touched on it. But it's the space that like I think uh, you know, and we're talking about the NFT crypto space. I think this is a space that like. That is new to all of us, everyone involved, people in it, people yeah. who are experts or whatever. But it seems to, to Justin a little scammy. Well, no, I would, here, here's my thing. Here's my thing with this. And, and, and Modi, I, you know, feel free to step in anytime because, you know, you're doing some really cool stuff in the space. But I've all, and, and the reason we want, you know, we wanted you on is because you're the only person that I've seen that have talked about the downsides of the space. Okay. So, I've always been concerned about not only the the aspect of just like the fact that I feel like it solves a problem that we don't actually have right now, but that there aren't enough black and brown people advocating for this and advocating for people within the space, trying to be knowledgeable about it. So you had a tweet a couple of weeks ago about some, you know, one of these tech bros that were super fucking racist and, and you know, they, they tried to reach out to you and stuff like that. I don't know if you want to get into it, but you're knowledgeable in the space and I'm just trying to get, you know, a black person's perspective on Web3 and NFTs. Well, I'm going to give you my perspective and then Marty's going to give you his perspective. And my perspective <laughs> is... <laughs> this is a Josh P's perspective. This is I'm not just a- gonna say, if it's a I'm dollar to it. be made, it's a play to be made. <laughs> like, that's all it is. Like, honestly, this is like a such like for us... And for everyone involved, it's like it's a new space. It's a lot of money getting exchanged. And if you can get in it right now and and figure it out and learn, why wouldn't you? I think I I see so many people are like so anti and I'm like, why would you be anti this? Like I put a few hundred dollars in some shit. Now it's. $10,000. $10,000. But you could, like, you could understand how people could be skeptical about it because of everything else that people have been grifted on for years. Yeah, that's just the game, man. That's the hustle. <laughs> that's not just we the gri- game, Josh. Life is a grift. <laughs> it's not fair. Nah, I if mean, you learn, you're going to figure it out. It's like gambling. People lose their yeah. money gambling all day. I, I look at it like any type of investment. Like, you know, I mean, look at music, right? You sign 100X, you hope that 10 go and yeah. pay for the rest. Like, you may be sold on some shit that you think is going to go crazy. It doesn't happen. Yeah. NFT, to me, Web3, to me, is interesting because, you know, I think my whole approach to it is, like, I just want to, you know, if this is a space that's going crazy, I want to understand it. Because if it's the future, it's like back in the day, right? Old people that didn't know how to type right. They were lost in the sauce and the youth that knew how to use the typewriters would get the jobs. For me, I want to know what's going on. I mean, I'm 35 now. You know, I started this journey when I was, I don't know, 18, 19, being mm-hmm. a quote unquote cool kid, being a part of the culture. Yeah. Right. But now at 35, I'm seeing the 18, 19 year olds that are doing crazy things mm-hmm. because they understand how to leverage technology. And just, you know, that to me is the key like if you look at everyone all the stuff all the all the vc firms that are investing in shit they don't want to invest in a music festival they want to invest in technology because you can scale that shit so for me i look at the space like if all these people with money are looking to find the next big big dog in web3 and if these tech bros are buying cartoon apes in jpeg form and there's like a world that's, you know, and then they're buying them for little baby and, and, and post Malone. 
there's something going on. Yeah, but how do we get how do we get our people into it to a place where it's it, there's an entry level for them to get into it? Because a lot of people, you know, sure. there are 20, 21 years old that come from middle to lower class don't understand it either. Like, I'm, I'm going to be honest when when I look at, you know, I work at a um, I work at a pretty prominent company in video games. And, you know, yep. we look at the, the landscape and we see how many people talk about NFTs and we see how many people talk about Web3. It is, you know, and I'm, I'm not saying this, you know. As like to be on my side, but it's like you look at the social listening on, on the word NFT, you put it with video games, it's widespread negativity. Like people are, are pushing back on this. So it's like, how do we make an entry level so that people won't see this as a scam when you see crypto.com uh, gets hacked and then people lose trillions of dollars and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, I mean, I I can say, you know, you got to do your own research and this That's is not financial advice and all that type of shit that people say yeah. to preface, you know, like, I hear all that, but just because it's negative, like a lot of people have negative connotations or negative sentiment about shit that they don't understand. I think the whole NFT space is like, it's like anything. If you really want to learn it, you got to get into it. I do think that there's a lot of barriers to entry for anyone, social, you know, economic people that don't have the the means, the access, um, like say, a, a tech person that worked at Google and got into crypto in 2013. Like there's a different knowledge, you know, there's, there's definitely a gap there. My whole thing about the space is like you said earlier, like there's not enough people of color in the space. Right. And I think that, you know, with that, the only way to combat that is to, to form communities and, and places where we feel like we are welcome. And those places exist. I mean, when I got on Twitter, I, I deleted my old Twitter started the new Twitter kind of the focus on NFTs and you know, my old Twitter was music, uh, culture, all this, you know, all the shit I fuck with this new, this new shit is the same shit, but it's really more NFT focused. So the people I follow are in that space. And I'm, you know, I started to say there's no sauce in web three. That was like the thing I just would say on Twitter all the time. Cause I'd be like, this is the lamest counterculture subculture I've seen. But like somehow all these people are getting rich right? and some like a lot of the shit is, you know, they're looking at black culture to to make it pop. Like I mentioned, it's funny. This is like a lot of uh, countercultures. I mean, you can even look at streetwear and say that, like, you know, the cool kids and the black kids who who were wearing that shit kind of made, you know, the Supremes, all this money, all this money. And they didn't really read the rewards until, you know, yeah. now yeah. it's starting to kind of yeah. happen. So it's, a, it's it, I see that same thing in Web3, but my thing is, like, now that I can recognize it, I want to jump in and be a part of it. And I see some of those exactly. those new projects popping up. Like, even, like, Weather, uh, Weather Report from um, Will yeah. Nichols and Zach. Those are guys who are from the culture who really get it and started a project that, I mean, it's very yeah. much in vain with how NFT projects look, their little avatars and shit. But it's dope. And Will's been doing his own thing with his photos too in that space too. That's been kind of uh, going crazy as well. So yeah, I, I see the the value proposition for real artists and and yeah. photographers. Yeah, so I, I, I see that value proposition, but it's like my question is like, and, and Modi, maybe you can like kind of you know clue us in. Like, what what are some things that that you see people doing, or, or some things that you're doing yourself to kind of have an entry level to to get people of color into the space? Because I've seen your campaign on, you know, Ain't No Sauce in Web3, you know, and, and I'm like, damn right, because all I see is a bunch of pencil pushers and egghead ass niggas running it. So, like, what, what do you what do you think, you know, could be done or what are you trying to do? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, one thing I realized, so what I did is I got involved with uh, 
this event that happened at Art Basel, thanks to my man Max um, and my man Chris Cadaver, uh, who are both like art, artists in the Web3 space. Max brought me on board. My, he saw what I was saying on Twitter. I was like, yo, I think we should do something at Basel. Then he hit Chris Cadaver, who's uh, from Florida, but he lives out here in L.A. Fire-ass like, artist, like crazy shit. He can kind of do whatever he wants. Um, and we just kind of were talking. Max has a line to this this uh, artist named Latasha, who's uh, kind of known in the Web3 space as the first rapper, I think first female rapper in Web3, right? And she just has, like, the network of all the people that are really causing uh, commotion that are of color uh, in Web3. So we got her involved, and she's working with this, uh, I guess it's a marketplace called Zora, which is kind of like OpenSea or Foundation. And she's leader community for them, but she also is an artist. Like, she's rapping, she's dropping music videos and selling them as one-of-one NFTs on the blockchain. Like, she's she's innovative in the space and also like one of the first in the space so she's got like she's branded herself in the space and she has an audience in it and a community that she's built she has a thing every other week called zoratopia which is essentially like a onboarding to web3 for people of color and you know um i guess marginalized communities if you will mm -hmm. and it's just the twitter spaces where she talks about shit and introduces different artists and talks about how to mint and do all that kind of shit and to me, when I saw that, I was like, yo, actually, that's not true. It wasn't me, but it was like, we need to figure out a way to bring this concept to life in real life. So people, because my whole thing about Web3 is also like, I don't think it should look like uh, Ready Player One and everyone just is in the metaverse. Like, <laughs> that, I think you that, have, I see that you know, shit. Like, I saw, that shit look like you know, The Sims. That shit don't look cool to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I don't think that's where it's going. I think you still have to have irl like in yeah. real life interactions so my whole thing was like bridge the gap between those two worlds have an event where people can actually see other people that look like them because it's like strength in numbers and confidence too if i feel like people like me are represented and in the space and i'm gonna be like oh shit i want to get involved because this person's doing it and they look like me so essentially zortopia was kind of my inner introduction to a lot of these artists of color who are like out here you know, going from not being able to pay their rent to selling their art um, for six figures. And I'm meeting these people and hearing them putting panels together with these folks and starting to realize that there actually is a lot of sauce, but it's just not as loud as the people that are able to get the, the dope ass press because yeah. they have the, the, the publicists and this and that. So I think there's some more organizing that needs to go into it, but there's definitely people in the space I think there's a lot of different ways you can approach NFTs too. It's not just like an, a, a, you know, a PF, they call it a PFP NFT, which is a profile pic. So when you see yeah. someone yeah. say Bored Ape or a Doodle or one of those projects as their avatar, that's a specific type of like world and community that comes with that. But there's also people like, you know, we all know Blue the Great, who when I, you know, was at South Bond 2010. I ran into him on the streets and I said, when I make some money, I'm going to buy some art. <laughs> Fast forward to 2013, I get uh, hired at Nike and I can't decide what I want to buy. So I just fly him out and have him paint my wall in my apartment. Fast forward to 2020, he has his own Jordan 1 sneaker. Fast forward to 2022, he just sold his first NFT artwork as I think he, he made $48,000. 
and that's one piece. He can crank those out every day if he wanted to. That's the story. So that, and, that, and that's the story I want to hear about us doing it, not calling, you know what I'm saying, or somebody yeah, else yeah. doing it, you know? And, and, and that story's there, though. That's the thing. Like, exactly. people, like, people are doing it. It's just there's always going to be a gap because tech is not like this is, you know, if you think about Web2, which is like social media, we weren't there first. We were there last. And we and we were the mm-hmm. coolest people that made it cool, but we weren't in charge of shit. Web3 is an opportunity because it's kind of like anybody can get in and do what they do. Now, I don't have the answers to this shit. I'm not going to lie to you. But I do think that there's a, a lot of opportunity and there's a lot of people organizing and there's a lot of things like this community friends with benefits that I've joined that uh, to me, they're innovating and talking about, you know, bridging the gap between culture and tech. And, you know, I, I think there's a lot of people trying stuff, but it's early. Like we're not even a year deep for real. Right. Yeah. And so that, it's like, that, and that's you know, kind of my, that's my biggest point is like, it's still so early. So like jump in, like, even if it, if it's foreign and it feels crazy to you, then yeah. Like it feels like that's everybody across exactly. the board. It's not, it's not there's, a racial thing. Like it's like we, Exactly. Like everyone's going through it and some people are just quicker to organize and work on this shit. For example, I, it's funny because Josh was the was the person that I saw him talk about. He was in line to mint his Bobby Hundreds atom bomb um, squad. And I was like, shit, like I got to catch up. It took me about, I don't know, three weeks after I saw that to get on board. But I, you know, I jumped on because Bobby Hundreds, right, uh, is I, I was reading his book. His book is essentially, I think it's called, this is not a t-shirt. And it's just about how he built community using, I guess the streetwear community. Right. And it's, I think it's a very good book, especially as a community organizer myself. But I see like, after I started reading that and then saw what he was doing with Adam bomb squad, which is his uh, collection. I realized that there's ways that you can be from the culture and add to the space. And I don't I see think, I don't see him advocating for like black and brown people though, in terms of that though. I, but I think it's not. It's, I think it's past a, a, a racial line. It's just like he's advocating for a community. Say, he's like he's like literally he's the reason why I got into this space because it's like I saw someone like me. I feel like it's just it's just weird for it to be that, but he's still like advocating for the Olympics in LA, <laughs> and I just think it's just it's just weird to me. I think maybe 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 I don't want to hear that message from him. <laughs> That's all I'm yeah. saying. That, I mean, look, I w- I would love to hear more of that over a cocktail, my friend. <laughs> let, let, yeah, let's do it. We gotta for sure do it. But I but listen, I I hear what you're saying about you know what you're doing in the space, and I think that it's like, I, I think that it's actually kind of shown me with stuff that I didn't know in terms of like what people that look like me are doing. You know what I mean? Like I look to you as somebody that is 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 you know, absolutely as pure and, and honest as, as can be. And, you know, I didn't come here like Josh was like, yeah, you better take your notes. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not about to be nah. adversarial to, Mo- to Modi. You know no, what I'm saying? No, I, it wasn't even adversarial. I think for me, I think like, I just want to educate. Like, I think some people are so anti to this web three uh, movement. I don't even know what to call it. It's just web three that like, you're going to miss out. <laughs> you're literally going to miss out. We're going to be last as both. I agree. And, and I, I don't, think- I don't want that. I think really all it is is that, you know, you can it's it's it it makes sense to just pay attention. You don't like my whole thing was getting skin in the game because once I got skin in the game, then I started to actually understand like what Mm -hmm. 
the, the potential of the space. And I still think every day it's, it's fucking nuts. Like I'm in hella group chats with some, I'm in group chats with all white dudes that are like in it. And you know, they know people that are behind these communities and collections and they're, they're influencers, influencers in the space. And I'm in, in group chats with all people of color who are like also tapped in on the developer side, worked Instagram, got $2 million to do their own projects, but they look like us. They've been to Trelectro. Like mm-hmm. they look mm-hmm. up to me and I'm like, yo, you just got $2 million to do your project, but they still see what I'm saying in regards to the culture. So when I hear that, it makes me understand like there's definitely a missing link and I'm trying to figure it out. I don't have the answers yet, but I think it's just about paying attention because my whole thing is I'm still trying to figure out where I fit in and into the space. And I think, you know, one of the first things I did kind of to connect, I guess, the culture was I got Young Thug involved in one of these uh, NFT communities called Thugbird. Now, now we're talking. <laughs> and and I think that and I think that was cool because his his team was like, yo, we just want to drop an NFT collection. And Web3 to me is much like Gen Z in that, you know, Gen Z's, you know, values transparency. You can't lie to Gen Z. That's why. Like if you look at today's social media landscape with Gen Z, people are making TikToks in their bathroom and going viral. No one cares. Our generation, the millennials and older, want the perfect picture that's polished and this and that. Gen Z doesn't care. Gen Z wants to wants the truth, wants the real. And in Web three, I think it's very hard to, uh, I guess, it's it. They just value transparency. So for me, it was like if Young Thug were to just come out here and drop a, a NFT collection and you guys know that Young Thug knows nothing about NFTs, that collection's not gonna do anything or last. Uh, bro, I awesome. saw I saw Summer Walker drop the NFT. I said, all right, man, what, what is we doing out here, bro? Well I mean that's different. That's something that Modi kinda touched on earlier where you kinda have these hedge funds or these VCs kind of yeah. buying NFTs and gifting them to artists and like trying to pump and dump, I think. And that's, you yeah. know, that's the education process. You got to kind of sift that out and see. And, like, that's life. That's gambling. Like, that's investing yeah. in any stock. Like, so. Uzi dropped a collection. It, it fell flat because he didn't support it and deleted all the tweets about it from his social because he has no idea about NFTs and Web3. Mm-hmm. But that's for these certain projects. There's other projects. Like, you're seeing brands like Pepsi come into the space. Uh, I'm getting hit up by people that work at big brands because they see what I'm talking about and they're just curious about my my perspective, which I think is pretty cool, you know, that that I'm just talking my shit and people are actually listening to my shit and they and they they see what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, you know, I think. You know, I did the same thing with Wiz Khalifa. I got him a Thug Birds and I started to realize, like, yo, this is uh, I don't think that's the end. all. like, I don't think just aligning a, 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 a like a nft community with a big artist is the wave but it was my way of getting in the inner workings of some of these teams right mm-hmm. because they're, Start to if they don't have any access to culture they're run by people that don't know the space for real but they're pretending or not pretending because culture you know like hip-hop culture is not about black culture anymore it's evolved it's hip-hop culture is just culture, international culture. phenomenon exactly. yeah. so it's like it's not like they're it's not like they're I don't know how to say no, it. They're, like, they're, I just, they're, no, I just, it's, they're influenced by it, and but exactly. they have no connection to it. Right. Exactly. And, I think, and, and I think that's where the, the apprehension comes from, because I think really Gen Z is not interested. In, they Like, they see through bullshit when it's really like, oh, shit, 
little baby has an NFT and they're like, man, fuck that. Or, or I see a bunch of artists that have these collabs and I think that people see through like they want to see the real. They want to see how the, the real inner workings happen. And when you put Reese Witherspoon and fucking Seth Rogen and all these motherfuckers in one that's room and, and, and it's like they, they're not buying it, you know? Yeah. No, but I think that's like a lot of products, you know, that people go and they get celebrity endorsements and like, you know, I don't know if anyone's... It's, it's, it's the same shit. There's yeah. no difference. Literally none. That's what I'm realizing. It's just another... I mean, it's another marketing tool, but I think with Web3, it, it can be so much more. Like, there's there's so much more than just it's not really like i think the reason it's going crazy is because people are making money but if you said that nfts were just an expression of art all these people saying that they're buying quote-unquote art would not be buying art because it wouldn't make them any money i don't think most of these collections are actually art projects blue the great project is art right that's art because he's an artist and he's making shit and there's art components to the shit but Mm -hmm. it's not all art it's really just a project and it's you know it's still taking shape we're still trying to figure out what this what this shit really is yeah and that's the thing that's so dope to me about it's still taking shape like a lot of these projects like like i I like i'm just such a fan of just brain vomit gardens like i I like steven rea he's actually an artist he has physical art he kind of saw this space kind of doing what it was doing he jumped into it and like his even his project it's like four thousand four hundred and forty four uh pieces mm. and it's actually okay. like they all are kind of like pieces of art like i could see someone hanging it on their wall but um but i like the community of it and i like what he's doing he's building he's building his own metaverse it's on the unreal engine it's just something that like i just i've been in the, the discord chat with these people and i'm talking about crocs and showing them my crocs collection like with a bunch <laughs> of strangers i don't know none of these people i just feel like i like the community of it i like it's different people from different walks of life you can kind of go in there and just shoot the shit, learn something new. And that's what the, I think it is for me. I'm learning something new about this NFT space and I'm just learning something new about people and like what they're into and shows they're watching. And like, yeah. that's it's the, a new, new way of connecting with people. Yeah. My own, my only gripe is like, I went to one dude's, uh, one dude out in Venice. Uh, his dad is like a burning man vet and he's like a young <laughs> oh, burner. He be, he be getting high, high. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And I mean, he he had a really cool concept for his NFT project, but my whole thing was like, because I'm a community organizer and builder and I've done this shit, you know, I just went to uh, Love Hour in Koreatown yesterday for their wine night um, with my man, John. And like, that's an example of like true community. Like they're building community with human beings and people. But a lot of these people are building NFT projects to build community. And I think that's reversed. It's like, you have to build something that people like. I think that's a fair way of doing it, but some people are forcing this concept of community. And I think that's a term that you're going to hear overused in 2022 because it's just like not everything's real community. Like you have to have a, a, a actual community organizer. You know, they have a project. I believe in it. But a lot of people that aren't that are trying to build community yeah. through, through a concept. The but it's like community you, yeah, without actually a connection. You, yeah, funny. you need actual connection and people to build community. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's just interesting. And again, like I'm just watching everything. And, I, you know, I love talking to other people about what they're into because everyone hits me like, what do I need to buy? Gonna buy <laughs> you know, ridiculous, you know, wasted whale collaboration that no one's ever heard of. And it's just like, I, I see some bull fucking shit. You don't got to take off an NFT? You don't got one of them takeoffs? What is it? Well, I don't even know what it was called. But. <laughs> that was, that was a, I think that's a crazy one. But the thing about that is like, 
because it has celebrity attached to it, it, it definitely had a moment. I don't think uh-huh. it's long. It's a long moment, but like takeoff had a moment and definitely got a bag. But like, I don't think he actually knows what the fuck he's doing or what the fuck NFTs. Like, I don't, and I'm not, I feel like I'm, I may be judging him, but I think these collections, like Bobby always talks about how it's a long-term thing. Like you, you're not doing this for a year and tapping out. Yeah. Gary V says the same thing. You're not doing this shit for, you know, this is a long-term investment because at the end of the day, the best communities will run without you there because you've built the framework. And I don't think everyone's looking at it long-term. Like everyone's like, oh, this is some bread. I think the best projects are things that people are really thinking about long-term. Like, you know, and the other thing is you can kind of do whatever you want. If you want to say, look, I think I want to make something where, uh my my nfts can breed and i can trade with someone else or make an nft like there's weird things you can do like yeah. the, the limits it's it's limitless and that's why i think it's cool because there's so many weird things you could do if you really want to get into it yeah yeah no, so that's my favorite part about it man like it, it's literally it's you can dream it up and make it happen i think you know a lot of these projects are doing some cool things and some of them are trying to figure out how to make it in real life and i think that's super interesting too so yeah. yeah so uh modi thank you so much i know i know you you know what i'm saying you got so much money to make right now you you're the you're the, you're the boss nigga discount king over here okay i know let me run, uh, let me run you up again let me run you up one more time one more time yeah, there, one you more. Go. there you go we gotta have you back on the show imminently sir we gotta do like a real like long form type thing because you, you've had a you've had a life all right and i i feel blessed just to be able to intersect into you know in some way shape or form into it you know what i mean well look i appreciate both y'all justin josh you guys are great you guys um i'm glad you guys started this by the way too um and i'm excited to hear more episodes so thank you guys for having me ready whenever y'all are i told people i was like i'm never doing no no interviews no podcast and then josh (laughs) did me and i was I say no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Appreciate I'm just happy you, to, to talk with some folks that, that understand me and what what I'm about and I, I fuck with what y'all are doing. So congrats. Thank you, man. Appreciate you again, man. Man in the culture. Go to your art show. Enjoy your evening or your afternoon. Appreciate it, y'all. Peace. All right, bro. Peace. Peace. That was Modi. What a what a conversation, man. Man, that was great. That was good. That was good. That was good. I got some got some stuff off my chest. Uh, we got to have him back, though. <laughs> I, uh, I think, you know, it's funny, man. I just really, I, I, that's why I really want him to come and speak to you directly, just because I feel like you're like a lot of people I speak to or a lot of people around me who are just like, I don't get it. Like, I really don't understand it. I it's get no, it, though. No, no, no. And you know, and, and then it's a lot of people who get it, mm-hmm. but it's like, yo, I don't, I see no one like me in this space. I don't like, why, like, why yeah. would I want to be in this space? Yeah. All right. But it's like. It's not, and, and earlier I said something about money. It's not just about the money. I mm. think it's just about, like, really seeing the, the next frontier of this shit. This is literally going to be, Google.com is going to be, the next one is going to be built in that space. It's yeah. The Amazon.com is going to be built in that space. And, like, we need to get in on the ground floor. Like, absolutely. So, that's kind of my thoughts. I'm glad uh, Modi came on here and, and, and just let us know about the things he's doing. Yeah, for sure. man. It's really us. Uh, it's a we're, new frontier. We're gonna, have, we're gonna have we're gonna have him back soon. But let, let, let's talk about let's talk about another frontier real quick. Go on the internet right now. Tell everybody who got the number one album in the fucking world right now. You did, please. And this ain't the first one. This is more like the third one, but this the big one. This <laughs> <laughs> the big P. Uh, 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 uh. 
<laughs> Gonna man. man. You called it. I'm telling y'all, man. Man like, of the year, man. Man of the year. I seen it all coming. You heard you say he says like more like the third one. Yeah. Because slime language two was the second one. Yeah. Gunner really out here running it up on folks. Like he really coming into himself. Yeah. Like I really see it. Like you know what's next? It's the future run. Where's the pop smash at? Oh yeah. I mean, we we need future back. Because no, we, I'm talking about the future run. Oh, like the, the future. Him. Oh yes, yes, yes. He's of about course, to get a Chloe course. Chloe Bailey pop hit. Normani, you better come get one. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, well, here's here's my thing with 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 with, with Gunna and just this week that he's had these ta- two weeks that he's had because when last time we recorded that album just came out yeah. two weeks later he's number one you know he's, he's gonna be number two this week or whatever yeah. and and not even a fifty percent drop it's unheard of especially in this in this moment in time I've been tracking pushing P. for the past two weeks because this is just what I do still even though I don't really like work in the space anymore. You're talking about like a million a day. Everybody streams. P. Remember who was pushing P first, though, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but the <it's>, Bay Area. <laughs> but what what do you kind of like? Like, what do you call this moment? And I think, like, in in a lot of ways, I, I attribute it to two things. I think, I think I attribute it to Thug being able to kind of step out the way and be like, okay, this is it. This yeah. is him. Like, I don't really need. I I need this to be bigger than me. And I think it's also gonna finally realizing this moment and being like, I've he's gathered so many viral moments just from his outfits in yeah. 2021 yeah. that he said, you know what, I'm a th- I'm a, I'm gonna throw that back out there and then just create something way more just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Man, I love the Louis Duck, and then Kodak went and talked about it in the song. Like it's just like, <laughs> man, like this is this, that's lifestyle. Yeah, no, I pushing P is a, is a phenomenon that we I, I think we haven't seen since like the box two years ago. Yeah, no, the song is crazy. The emoji's even crazier. <laughs> <laughs> Apple needs to be paying him for the fucking emoji. We've seen IHOP pushing P. We've seen Walmart pushing carts. Pay your workers. We've seen Nike pushing P. Everybody. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Like, I was just talking to someone about this other day, and they're like, man, I really haven't seen anything like this before. And it's like, we have, though. You know, like, we, hip-hop, and, and I feel like I can't think of the last album, really, but, like, we always kind of impact culture in this way where now it's like, Walmart's using the slang. It, it usually happens with slang. Oh, mm-hmm. Meg, hot girl shit. Everybody had hot girl shit going on yeah. in, in 2020 or 20 or was that 2019? Whatever year that was. And so it's like, this is just, that's the next iteration of this. And um, it's interesting, man. You, you, you social media brand, uh, you got, y'all got to get more creative, man. Yeah. What, what, what my, my idea is like, so the moment's passed. So I'll say it. Somebody should have teamed up with that as soon as they saw it catching fire. Like, why doesn't he have like a commercial already out? Oh with no! The song? I mean, it's gonna take I a little time. I feel like that takes. I feel like it takes too. I feel like it, I feel like it takes way too long to impact, and then you see them. They they they're calling a social media person. Also, but this is my thing. Also, a lot of brands are like, the social media person has a little more leeway. So yeah, yeah. They can do that on social media. A lot of these brands like pushing P. Like to sell that up to a brand, they got like, what does pushing P mean? Who's gonna? <laughs> what does his name mean? His name is Gunna. Like the Gunner, Gunna. Like it's a whole lot of steps they got to get to. But I will say. Shout out to uh, Jeff, uh, peanut butter for the. They had the gun. Yeah, they were they were first. Like, the, uh, did you watch the gun and ludicrous sit down? I'm such like no, a fan. I all I, I saw was the sponsor ad. I was uh, I was I was targeted. I'm gonna <laughs> holding the peanut butter like za. On what on what day were you talking about peanut butter and also listening to Gunner to get targeted like that? I don't know, man. I think it was just the Gunner, but they for sure targeted me. But no, nah, it's it's just like that's just as interesting. Period. And I think it's hard to sell. You know, like. A lot of these corporations are not going to get it until it's too late. And then, you know, 
they running with the, it's the next wave. Album's great. It's gonna be. It looks like the only hip hop album we have out for the next couple of weeks. So yeah. Nah, wait, hold up. We got a new Young Boy album. Oh yeah, this Come this on, this man. guy is going crazy out there in Utah. Young Boy crazy. He's he's going. Did you how you feel about the album? You like? Yeah, I, uh, you talk I really about. I I listen to like there's like two songs I like on there. They're like the diss song, so I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> come on. <laughs> no, actually, there's one song called Two Who or something. I like that song. I'm a fan of the number two. So. Oh, my, oh, my Just God. running with it. All right, all right. So another thing that, that is going on right now, I've seen it all over Instagram. We talked about this before. The seating list went out a couple of days ago. Man, I'm still waiting on my pair. I think it's held up at customs or yeah. something like that. You know? I'm still waiting for my fucking, you know, sizing sheet. Just send me the damn invoice. Uh Louis Vuitton, Air Force Ones, they're out. They revealed. Man, them shits is clean. They, yeah, they, Virgil, RIP, you did that. I saw the, when I saw the preview last year, yeah. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I have to have these shoes. Then I seen the auction this week and I said, all right, it's a good shoe to look at. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, it's something to just, here's the thing, would you even wear them? Oh, absolutely. I wear my shoes. Yeah, I wear my shits too. Yeah, so I, so I would wear them. I'll wear them for sure. But uh, <laughs> listen, man. Me and Josh haven't got our pair, and we're honestly a little bit tired of the disrespect, all right? Like, we co- cool. we're coming out strong in 2022, so all you brands, y'all need to get with it. We need to, we need to have our seating lists out. We need to be part of this. Listen, we can take really good pictures of these shits. You know what I'm saying? Like, LV, don't overlook I us. I know y'all see the fits I'm getting off of my brand. Listen, Josh posts crazy. a fit every week. It's kind of crazy, y'all. Like yeah. he he's getting off. Like yeah, I'm we just chilling. That's the crazy part about it. But but this this coincides, of course, with with Paris Fashion Week. Uh, you know, Louis Vuitton's another showing. We saw Tyler soundtrack the whole thing. He was riding through the damn the show like he was Debo on a bike. Yeah. Um, how big is that moment for Tyler? Do you think like that? that he him him and Virgil were really close. Yeah, no, he just they just had like an immense respect. And if you know Tyler and just mm-hmm. like how obsessive he is, and mm-hmm. you see like what's the stories coming out around Virgil, it's like oh, they're, they're on the same level. Just how detail oriented they are, and like mm-hmm. how deep they go into like studying shit. So their friendship is was amazing, and um, it was dope to see Tyler part of that moment. Had the fresh cut with the fresh waves. Shout out to you, Tyler. You dipping? I see you. Um, shout out to uh, shout out to Ronnie too. I know he I know he edged him up. Yeah, 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 man. So um, no, it was just dope to see that collection was dope, man. I, I, is this Virgil's last LV collection? I believe so. Man, jeans is hard. Mm. Um, yeah, he had some dope shit in there, man. It was just dope to see and just the the show. Like most Def was a part of it, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just dope. The break dancers and just the different dancing, the bed. It was just that shit was crazy. Absolutely. So uh, Paris Fashion Week next year, I, I expect the black print to be there. Yeah, maybe person. we do an episode live from Paris Fashion Week. I, I, this year, one of the uh, brands I saw that I was really like a new brand I saw that I hadn't heard of was uh, Bianca Saunders. She's a oh, yeah. designer. That shit was dope. She had some shit in there. I was like, all right. Then I saw it was a black woman. I'm like, oh, shit, that's even doper. So shout out to you, Bianca Sanders. I saw some shit I like. I'm like, cop. I saw, um, you know what else I saw there? He still hasn't answered the phone for us. Oh, oh. Uh, Reese LaFleur was Flair, there Front row At the LV show Yeah Look at him Looking like a cloud He's snotting on us He's shitting on us yeah, Alright He's boy. He said I'm not I'm not picking up the phone Nah he's gonna be an episode <laughs> when, we, when we uh When we do the, uh, the The next The next iteration The next frontier The web 3 version <laughs> Of uh, the black uh, uh Young Corey was also out there There was somebody um, yeah. Over the like, Before the You know After the last episode came out They said they want to see him on the show Young Corey If you're listening Hey You know 
the the invitation is out there. No, it's funny. These are the people I'm seeing Paris Fashion Week through Corey, yeah. Reese, uh, yeah. Joe. Like, yeah. So yeah, shout Corey was at the Dior show backstage. I'm like, damn, Corey. I we got to get all three. We got to We got Joe already. Yep. Re- Reese Hollywooded us. We got to get Young Corey on the show now. We got to talk circulate on there. So, um, one thing I want to get to before we wrap this thing up, Patreon is coming. It is made next week. We're going to reveal the date of when it's going to launch. And we're also going to reveal the tiers and we're also going to, uh, you know, get into a little bit some of the 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 extracurriculars going on with that. So the Black Print Patreon is coming. We still have a lot more announcements to come. I'm trying to stall for time here so that we can like have it line up at the same time. I'm trying to be like real professional with it, but it's coming. Yeah, no, it's coming. The Patreon is about to be lit too. let us know what y'all want, man. I think they want video. Video. Oh, we got video for y'all. Yeah. So, like, the thing about video is though, Josh, is that like I gotta actually like I gotta dre- I gotta be dressing every Man, single time. I'm coming. How I'm coming. I'm just letting you know, man. But no, nah, video is gonna be fun. We are gonna do some uh, cool shit. How are we gonna shoot this shit? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. We gotta find a place to shoot. It's fine though, because we got Patreon. We're gonna do it all. Uh, for you I want them to see it raw. Yeah. Dogs and all. Roman over here. Fire <laughs> over there. They gotta see it. So yeah. Coming soon. You're going to see the fits. I got some Gary Payton's right now. Got on the um, rap t- or wrestling tee. Rap is crap. World yeah, tour. Come on, man. Hey, you, hey, the WrestleMania trip is coming. That's going to be such a fucking fun episode when we shoot it out there. All right, Patreon subscribers. I'm going to do a vlog daily from <laughs> WrestleMania just for y'all. Y'all don't even understand. I'm about to give y'all some crazy. Y'all better subscribe. <laughs> no, because the WrestleMania vlog is about to be sick. I'm coming cosplay down. Y'all don't even understand. I'm coming in a whole wrestling attire every day. Niggas gonna think I'm like some shit. It's gonna, it's gonna be like Comic Con, but for me, we gotta. We, yeah, listen, we're we we're gonna be like ten deep, ten eleven deep at WrestleMania in Dallas. If you're pulling up there, you know it's gonna be the first black print kind of like fans yeah. fan fest out there. We have Wale Mania. We have WrestleMania. It's gonna be lit. Man, Let's, hey, I got we got to do a wrestling episode. Oh, we oh we are doing one. Man, we got my boy <laughs> Reggie. We're gonna get Reggie. We're gonna get Reggie. We're gonna get Reggie. Well, here's the thing: like our connect at WWE le- legitimately left the company. So like me and Mills, you know, we do the wrestling yeah. podcast. We're working on getting it, but we're gonna get Reggie. Even if I got to DM him myself, we're gonna get him. Nah, so we gonna get him. I'm gonna bang on him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you guys once again for uh, listening to the Black Print, of course, with myself and Josh. I uh, really appreciate Modi for being on the show. Such a great guest. Man. Like I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm in awe of, of uh, just how much he was able to pull out of out of NXT or not. In, I say NXT like his wrestling NFTs uh, and and what, what what we'll be able to do in the future. Listen, I'm I, I'm still a little skeptical, but I'm I'm open to I'm open to to, to have my mind changed. Okay, so uh, of course, as always, follow us at uh, Joshton Peace on Twitter. Follow me at OG Johnny Five on Twitter and Instagram. And both of us have the same. Yeah, follow I think. Me on Instagram. That's yeah. wrong. Instagram. That's yeah, that's where you're at more often. Yeah. Instagram. Follow uh, RNC Radio Live for all the updates on all of our podcasts coming out. That is the A Show podcast. That is overly medicated on RNC Watch. That's everything that we do. I do a whole. Uh, listen, I do a whole bunch of podcasts, Josh. I don't know what, how I'm going to do this this year. Yeah, I got a lot of shit to do. Podcast <laughs> at the game, bro. Bro, fuck it. I do this weekly. We do this all the time, bro. So um, until next time we'll see you guys in two weeks but you know as always like we said our, our schedule is going to change so be ready for the patreon and all the subscribe to stuff. the patreon because you're going to get into my close friends with subscription yes and sir that's where it's really going down all right I'll see you guys later
Like the Lamborghini and she ate me I was water on my sleeve, I need a jet ski